thank you tonight and we give you all the praise we ask that as we go into your word tonight that you speak to us in jesus name let your word become a reality in our lives in jesus name we pray amen you can be seated thank you wow. praise god um let's open our bibles to galatians chapter 4 the Bible says, Now I say that the heir, as long as he is a child, differed nothing from his servant, though he be lord of all, but is under tutors and governors until the time appointed of the father. Even so, we, when we were children, we were in bondage under the elements of this world. Tonight, I want to talk about addictions and how to break free from compulsive behaviors you know those kind of things that seem to hold us bound galatians chapter 4 verse 3 says we were children and we were in bondage under the elements of this world every addiction you find yourself in actually dates back to where you are just a child when we were children that is the beginning of addictions that's where it starts from <clears throat> and i'm going to explain the significance of that and the bible is um, affirming this by saying when we were children we were in bondage under the elements of the world i said addiction bondage those kind of issues they always begin when we were children that's a and this is what the Bible is saying here. Verse 4 says, But when the fullness of the time was come, God sent forth his son made of a woman, made under the law, to redeem them that were under the law, that we might receive the adoption of sons. And because you are sons, God has sent forth the spirit of his son into your hearts, crying, Abba, Father. Notice what is We were children and we were in bondage. He sent his son and we were adopted we became sons so we're supposed to actually grow the problem with those who have addictions maybe it's addictions to alcohol addictions to food addictions to sex addiction to negative thoughts addiction to uh, some negative lifestyle the problem is that they were caught in the space of that time when they were children and they were not able to navigate the transition between being a child and becoming a son i want you to follow me we were children and we were in bondage he sent forth his son we can say abba father we become son so there's a form of change there's a form of transition there's a form of transformation there's a form of uh, uh, becoming a new person as it were and in the process of leaving the childhood stage and becoming a son we are supposed to have dropped any form of addiction so if we are unable to intelligently and by the help of the holy spirit make that transition then we remain bound to our addictions we remain bound to our addictions verse 6 says and because you are sons god has sent forth the spirit of his son into your heart 
crying Abba Father. In other words, we're supposed to look up to Abba Father for deliverance. Verse 7, Wherefore thou art no more a servant, but a son, and if a son, they an heir of God through Christ. Verse 8, How be it then, when ye knew not God, ye did service unto them which by nature are no God. Now, after that ye have known God, or rather are known of God, how turn ye again to the weak and beggarly element, whereunto ye desire again to be bondage. Look at what he's saying here. You knew God when you accepted Jesus Christ into your, into your life as your Lord and Pastor said. Every time you go back into that addiction, what you are doing is that you are turning again to the weak and beggarly element whereunto you desire again to be born. Every time you respond to the flesh and you go back to feed some addictions, whatever it could be, we could be addicted to anything, to movies, to food, to negative thoughts, to negative patterns, to anger, to wrath, to strive, to gossip, whatever, you know, and whatever addiction that it is, every time you yield to it, the Bible says you are seeking that bondage again. Is somebody with me? Then it says, you observe days and months and times and years. I'm afraid of you lest I have bestowed upon you labor in vain. Apostle Paul will say, I hope all my teachings, all my effort, and everything I'm doing in your life is not a waste. Then in verse 13, ye know how through infirmity of the flesh I preached the gospel unto you at the first. You know what I went through. My temptation which was in my flesh, you despised not, nor rejected, but received me as an angel of God, even as Christ Jesus. Verse 15. Where is then the blessedness you speak of? For I bear record that if it had been possible, you would have plucked out your own eyes and have given them to me. He said, the kind of bonding we had when I was with you and teaching you and bringing you up as disciples. Oh my God, you could do anything. You could remove your eyes and give to me. That was the level of love and affection we had. But in verse 16, he says, Am I therefore become your enemy because I tell you the truth? See, the moment Apostle Paul began to work on those people to become the best of who they are there was a reaction as long as he was teaching them the basic things he said you could almost pluck out your eyes and give them to me he said but the moment i started confronting your addictions your tendencies your habits your carnality now i'm now your enemy because i'm telling you the truth and listen to me people of god this is where people leave church this is where people get offended this is where people get bitter because they don't want to hear the truth and yet it is the truth that will set you free are you following me here so when you bring yourself to a place where you are listening to the truth and you are being selective so every time the message is about ah, you will prosper you are blessed everything is okay go forward you accept it you could pluck out your eyes you could do anything every time the message is about confronting your habits in order to make you a better person the person telling you the truth become an enemy if you operate in that mode there will be no growth and let me tell you that God is a merciful God. God will never leave you without mercy. I'm trying to say 
there is somebody always around you that God will place around you to help you out of your misery out of your weaknesses if you refuse that mercy factor the Bible says they that forsake uh, they that observe lying vanities they will forsake their own mercy if you if you if you refuse to observe the truth there and you focus on the lies then you are sending mercy away may that never be our portion in jesus name now take a look at it apostle paul says am i now your enemy because i want to make you better because i'm not comfortable with your lifestyle because i'm not comfortable with your status quo because i could see your future and i know there's something beautiful about it and i'm trying to push you there now i am your enemy the question is is it possible for somebody to be telling you the truth and you hate that person for it the answer is yes especially when you are so much entrenched in that you know lifestyle you see whatever has become my habit the flesh becomes dependent it's almost like it becomes a symbiotic experience the flesh is eating from that and yet the bible says whether you like it or not it is like returning back to bondage you are not becoming a son you are trying to remain at the level of a child and as long as you are like that you are going to be under tutor and those tutors can be demons dictating for are you following me i'm trying to establish the foundation on how to confront addictions break free from compulsive behaviors in order that God might use you maximally does God want to use you absolutely yes does God have a plan for you absolutely yes is your future glorious absolutely yes are you going to get into that future without paying some price no the answer is no you're going to pay some price you you as long as you're a child you're not going to be able navigate that transition properly is somebody with me i said are you with me yes, sir. or you have gone home because i tell you the truth that's verse 16 message translation says and now have i suddenly become your enemy simply by telling you the truth i can't believe it i mean i'm trying to help you but you are cutting off the message you are not trying to receive let me read the amplified version have I then become your enemy by telling the truth to you and dealing sincerely with you? Let me tell you something, people. If you ever make an enemy of somebody who is trying to help you, directly or indirectly, who is trying to bring that help into your life by telling you the truth, you will be stuck in that childhood bracket. That's the problem. He said, we were under elements, we were under bondage when we were children. He said, but now he has sent forth his son into our hearts. So that there can be a process of adoption of sons. In other words, we move from being children under the elements and the bondage of this world to becoming a son where we are in charge of our life and we are no longer tossed to and fro by the elements of this world or under the influence of the weak and beggarly elements. We come to a place where we are in charge. We, we, and listen to me, God wants you to be in charge. God wants to be in control 
I'm not saying uh, you won't still have those weaknesses, but those weaknesses will never be able to master you any longer because you are his son. Is somebody following me? You know how when you are a child, you, you have to be dependent on people. People have to help you, carry you, tie up you for you, and do all those things. Take you to school, help you to cross the road. You are just dependent. There are a lot of things you can't do. You feel like taking ice cream, but you can't go there by yourself. You're going to be dependent on certain tutor to hold you by the hand and take you there. That's the problem with childhood. We are meant to grow. And the Bible, the Bible says, and Jesus grew in wisdom, in favor, grew in stature. God wants you to grow, people of God. He doesn't want you stuck in your childhood. Because when you are stuck in your childhood, listen to me, you may be 50 or 60 years old, yet the addiction that began when you were 13, 12, 11, 6, 7, 8 is still running your life. I want you to know that that's not the plan of God for you. Never ever reject help. Apostle Paul said, you that you are ready to pluck out your eyes for me. I mean, you so much value me. You value my ministry. You value everything about my life. Now I'm trying to tell you the truth. Now I'm your enemy. Is it possible for a person to get to that place where the person who also did the truth becomes your enemy? That's it. Because you see, listen to me. You see, in that place of weakness, in that place of childhood, it's a place of comfort. The the bondage that you have involved in a childhood has followed that person into adulthood and as an adult the person is unable to decipher and know that there is a problem here because there is, the flesh is entirely dependent on that so the brain is rewired and what is thinking is that this thing is not even a problem because it has happened for so many number of years this is this is how people masturbate. This is how people become sex addicts. You see, when you see a forty-five-year-old man who can master his flesh, or who is a sex addict, do you know what the problem is? It began when he was younger, childhood age. That was when the bondage began, and God will not leave you without mercy, so He will send the Son into your heart, so that there can be some form of growth that the person sent into your life to help you you can make an enemy of such a person because you don't want to hear the truth just don't want to hear the truth is somebody with me here come and say with me in the name of jesus i receive the truth i appreciate the truth i come against every lying spirit every demonic power every deceptive spirit trying to lie to me I break their powers I nullify their actions and I declare I am a lover of truth and the truth shall set me free I will no longer return to my vomit or back to the weak and beggarly elements or a bondage of this world but I'm free 
as a son i will not make an enemy of my helper and the one that god has sent to my life i'll be open to instructions to wisdom your word says he that refuses instruction will die i declare i receive instruction however it is landing on me i receive it i value it i appreciate it and i cooperate with the holy spirit to become the best that god has made me to be i declare i move forward i advance i get better in the name of jesus i fulfill destiny yes every dream vision that god has shown me they are coming to pass i refuse to be caught into my childhood i liberate myself into sonship into the adoption of sonship by the lord jesus christ and i declare i am growing maturing becoming better in christ jesus so shall it be for me in jesus mighty name amen when we were children we were in bondage so god's help is to send son into your heart and then to place somebody around you in this case apostle paul it could be your dad it could be your mom it could be your pastor your mentor but god will place at least one person it could be your spouse in your life who will always be on your face to tell you the truth mustn't get to that place like the Galatians so you that you are ready to pluck your eyes now I have become your enemy for telling you the truth I was trying to tell them are you wishing I should tell you lies or are you saying we should not go there at all or we should not confront these issues are you saying we should just pretend or are you saying I should not preach the truth to you Verse 19, it says, My little children, of whom I travel in birth again until Christ be formed in you. It says, I desire to be present with you now and to change my voice, for I stand in doubt of you. My little children, we were starting to say, You've not been able to cross, make that transition into becoming a son yeah, my little children now i have to go and travel in bath again and again until christ will be formed now back to verse 11 he says i'm afraid of you lest i've bestowed upon you labor in vain apostle says so all the things we have been teaching these days foundation discipleship class how you say it's going to be in vain just because i wanted to tell you some hard truth so that you can move into being a disciples and just being children there's always a price to pay people the price of knowledge the price of prayer the price of denying your flesh denying your flesh so it's either you pay the price or you just remain a child. And the problem of remaining as a child is that you be under that tutor, some governors. In bondage to the elements of this. 
As long as you are feeding your addiction and you refuse to confront them, the Bible says you are in a form of bondage of the other. Now, the first thing you need to understand here is that your addiction is not you. That's a lie from the devil. Let me tell you, one of the ways the devil keeps you in that addiction is to tell you that that is you. The first, because if your addiction is you, all right, then it's almost difficult to navigate that experience from, from a child to adulthood. But because it is not you, God says, look, all I need is for you to face the truth. Once you hear the truth and you face it, and you let go of that part that is not you, then the real you is going to come out. Your addiction is not you. Is somebody following me? It's just like saying because you wrote an exam and you failed, and then you call yourself a failure. No, you are not a failure. You just failed. So that doesn't make you a failure. Because when you say he is a failure, you have personalized it. The guy is not a failure because in my past, the following year, so you separate experience from the person. Your addiction is not you. Don't accept it. If you accept it, you're going to struggle with becoming who you are supposed to be. Your addiction is not you. Say with me, my addiction is not me. Somebody said, ah, me, I don't have addiction. It's a lie. You have. Everybody has. It may not be sexual. Could be food. Could be anger. Could be some negative cycle thoughts. Could be sexual thoughts. But everybody has. And God doesn't want you there. Because as long as you are there, God cannot hand over the inheritance to you. Hey! Inheritances are not given to children. Even if their parents have died and they're still four years old, then they have, Bible says they must be under certain governors, administrators, that will manage it for them until they are of age. So the guy still has to become of age before they can hand over these things to him. It is the same way. The anointing, the inheritance, grace, that place you come to and God says, hear him, hear him, is my beloved son. He didn't say he's my beloved child. Son, hear ye him. The announcement for the earth to respond to your voice is the place of sonship. That you don't die in a corner. You know you are gifted, but it's only you that knows. Nobody else knows. Because you have refused to navigate that transition from childhood to sonship. Is somebody following me? And the devil has a way of offering counterfeit. Hey, no, no, don't worry. You don't need to become a child. Don't worry. I will, I will give you money. So there are all kinds of alternatives. Money rituals, uh, demonic influences and all of that. But all that will end the regrets and agony. But if you want to do it God's way, God's way, you have to receive that adoption. You have to receive that sonship in your heart. You have to deal with yourself. You have to confront yourself. Like Romans chapter 8 says, that look, a carnal man is an enmity against God. In other words, God and carnality cannot operate. They are two opposites. Are you with me? So your addiction is not you. Remember that. 
and you are not your addiction your addiction whatever it is is probably ruining you right now but in order to even deal with it you must accept that you are not your addiction it is not me no and, and i'm going to i'm going to show you how addictions come because if you don't know you keep on blaming yourself why am i like this why did god create me like this why is it this? and see you have accepted that persona now there are truths you know that if you say you can actually become an enemy because the person is not ready that was what i was supposed to say here <laughs> let me turn this into prayer my children whom i travel unto christ be formed but it will have been a faster way if you can face the truth so your addiction is not you and you are not your addiction let me use an example of addiction to sexual thoughts how can sexual thoughts become an addiction it is normal to have sexual thoughts normal just a flipping sexual thoughts when you see somebody you like or somebody however it becomes an addiction when those thoughts consume you several times in the day sexual thoughts that's an addiction are you still with me so you know the difference when the sexual desire becomes all consuming to a point that it becomes a distraction for you it's an addiction to be going and then you see somebody and then one thought freak out it's not an addiction it's just a fairy that a thought that the devil is bringing and the bible says casting down imagination and every high thing that is all the is not your god if it becomes an addiction you can't cast nothing down you are into it So the first thing is that your addiction is for you. The second thing is that you always have a choice. Whether you are feeding your addictions or you are refusing to feed them is a choice. Never ever listen to the devil do I have a choice. Am I responsible for what I went through when I was three years old? Why was I abused? Why did this happen to me? Why did he, uh, why was I violated? We all have our stories. House of cousin, brother, sister. We all have those stories. Most people have that story. Lesson teacher, gate man, driver, useless uncles. If you have a if you have a female daughter, never allow a man to put her on his laps. Never. Because as young as that female is, even when she's one and they have two, she's already having a sensation of something. Let me use the word shooking her under. And she's going to grow up enjoying it and looking forward to it and thinking it is normal. We all have a responsibility to teach our children the difference between their private parts and their public parts. And we should not be afraid to teach children a penis is penis. Vagina is vagina. Those who say penis is kokoro. So the little boy or the little girl grows up having shame about his or her body parts. So when somebody begins to abuse him or her, he can't communicate to the parents. 
one little boy, one little girl was being abused by the gate man, the malam. She ran to her mom and said, Mommy, mommy, uh, let's assume the name of the gate man is Malam. Malam is shooking me with nail. The mom said, Shut up! He's shooking you with nail. Until it became intense and she was hospitalized. And they checked her and said, Somebody sexually abusing her. And the little girl said, I was telling you, she came with me, you did not answer. I did not know. If she has been taught, she will not be she will not be calling the nail. Because we don't we don't teach our children, most parents, and we don't teach them, somebody is teaching them. Friends. And what do friends know? So understand that you always have a choice you are not how you are or how your addict keeps telling you that you are that addiction has a voice oh. if talking to you you are an, you are you are uh, an alcoholic or boutique it's been telling you the moment you accept it you go back to drinking See, that thing is a persona. It's talking to you. You can't help it. You have to do it. You have to do it. You have to do it. You have to keep on doing it. And that's why a lot of people live their lives stuck in their childhood. Never becoming who God wants them to be. Are you with me? Your path to freedom begins with a realization. That I have lost control in this area. I have lost control when it comes to negative thoughts. I have lost control when it comes to drinking. I have lost control when it comes to women. The day you realize that this is the beginning of your freedom. The moment you acknowledge that I am acting regressively, my action is regressive. I'm acting regressively. I'm, I'm living the life of a 12-year-old. But most of the time, the, mo- the time that that abuse or trauma took place is the time when the, play- when the person becomes stuck. The person becomes stuck in that age bracket. So, he's 55 years old or he's stuck. Now, don't mistake this. The person may be mature in some other areas. Maybe a school principal. Do you understand? He may be a school principal. He may be a senator. He may be the speaker of the house. <laughs> but that doesn't mean the addiction is not there. It's talk. He may be a successful businessman. Let me just hang it here tonight. That's going to help you. Because the presence of an addiction shows that you are in some form of bondage. The scripture also let us know that somehow you will resist the truth. It's, it's normal. But you must break free from resisting the truth and become the person that God has created you to be. Father, in the name of Jesus, I pray all that is for everybody that is on my voice. Whatever addiction there may be, they are broken in the name of Jesus. Amen. We receive grace for freedom, wisdom to navigate this experience, and move from childhood into becoming a son. 
Jesus mighty name we pray and everybody say hallelujah God bless you